Something we are asked so frequently is how we juggle all the different things that we have going on. I think after the week we've just had, we can honestly say that the struggle of the juggle is real. (laughs) This week has been absolutely crazy. It's not even this week, it's been the last two weeks have been so intense because you've been doing two full-time jobs, I've been doing too many jobs, and then throwing in the fact that it's winter, which means each of the children are all full of coughs and colds, some have been off school, childcare has been closed some days, oh my goodness, it's been intense. I think if we are honest, it is incredible how many things we're able to do And I think we are super efficient, well-organized people. And maybe that's the secret recipe to the success. I'm not organized. Okay, I'm I'm super organized. (laughs) The only reason I survived this far is because Ethan is organized. Um, I, I think we have quite firm boundaries. And so as much as we do a lot, we we do have boundaries in that we know when is too much that we know to safeguard like immediate family time, that there's always at least one of us with the boys and that when we need to work, it will be in the evenings or early in the morning when it doesn't compromise too much immediate family time. And so it's not a case of working all day, every day, including weekends. That said, you have actually worked every weekend for the last two, well, it will be three weeks next week. So how do you survive that? How have you survived that? Well, usually we have naps, but that hasn't been possible. (laughs) I think it's all just about priorities. It's remembering why you're doing something and then getting the order right. Like the reason we do all of the things we do is so that we can improve our family life. We do it so that we can spend time together as a family and that we can provide a good life for our children. And that's really hard because we find it really hard to say no to stuff. We're getting better. And if you don't say, if you don't learn to say no to stuff, you end up spending more time away from the people that you want to spend time, which is exactly the reason why you're taking the risk in the first place. Yeah. And it's difficult with the boys because I will sometimes work early mornings and they're a lot better now, whereas actually when a couple of months ago, only one of them actually, and it wasn't even the youngest one, would really fuss at me for leaving early in the morning. And like I still spent a solid hour with them in the morning before I went into work. And then I would leave in time to pick them up from school. So literally all they were missing was one hour. And I would get frustrated at that because I kind of would feel like I'm juggling a lot. Like I'm working so hard in the hours that I'm in work so that I can be at home with you boys after school. And you're giving me grief for leaving you for one hour. And part of me was like, oh, I should feel guilty about this. But then the other part of me was like, no, I shouldn't because... I've managed my day and my time and my workload so that I am with them, so that I can cart them to all their different clubs and activities and do their homework with them and stuff. And so for me, I kind of had to really think, you know, I had to evaluate the time that I was spending and think, you know, am I sacrificing the time with them that they feel like they need to be? And, you know, on reflection, actually, I felt really comfortable with the decisions I was making. And they just like to have an opportunity to moan sometimes. And so I took time to speak with that child and, you know, really go over the time that I am spending with them and the, the, the one time. They just didn't like that I was leaving. 
was the main issue, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, and so I, yeah, I didn't feel guilty. And now that they're, they're a lot better about it too, that they, they completely appreciate that I'm there when they need me and that the one hour in the morning is not really a big deal. I think that shows the importance of, in the last episode, we talked about reflecting when you take a risk. And I think during that reflection, it gives you an opportunity to refocus if necessary and ask yourself questions like, is this worth it? Am I still doing this for the right reasons? Is this risk coming at the the expense or sacrifice of others? And I think those are all fair and valid questions. And there's stuff that we constantly reevaluate and and every time we have new opportunities come we do think to ourselves what will be the cost of this there is a cost benefit analysis of risks well there is and that is the difficult part actually because although our immediate family time hasn't been compromised too excessively certainly the last week two weeks it has been harder because ethan's taken on a whole new project which means that <laughs> we'll talk about that in another episode. yes which means that the free time available has been very much condensed, but that is only literally like two weeks worth of work and then it's and then it's more or less sorted. Um, but the difficulty is that for me, I do feel like time with my friends has been compromised that I haven't been able to... I used to be able to meet up with friends like during the days when the boys were at school and we could go and, you know, have a catch up and drink and things. And I haven't had the time to do that. And I I do feel really sad about that because there's been times my best friend has now moved away, like seven hours away. I can't go and meet up with her anymore. And I missed out on that time. Once we opened the shop, my free time was gone. And so it is, you know, there is no perfect balance because as much as I feel like our family life is balanced quite comfortably, yet that absolutely has come at the cost of me being able to keep up the relationships with my friends. And my hope is that over time, that will change, that I'll be able to get back a bit more free time outside of immediate family time. But the reality is, yeah, there are there are costs. I was going to say, I think that's true of both of us. I think over the last year, we started having a good group of friends that we would meet at least once a month and do different fun things. We haven't done that for a while. It's been a real long time because we just don't, have that free time at the moment. So I don't think that we're perfect with, you know, mitigating uh, the risks when we try to manage them. There, there are there are costs that come to the to the choices that we choose. I think for me, I know quite well what I can cope with and what I can't cope with. And frustratingly, I work best under pressure. And so I will choose to take on just a little bit more than is like comfortable because I know I will work it forces myself to work hard whereas when it's when it's a bit quieter like I find it really hard to have motivation because there is nothing pushing me to get up and go whereas when I know that I have deadlines and I have x amount of things that need to get done I know I have to do it like there isn't a choice of like oh I'll just I'll just sit down for a few more minutes like no you have to do these things and then you can chill out after that and also I think I am also quite good at knowing when to stop so if on the weekends we'll often watch a movie together as a family and I will nap during those films like almost every time because I know this is my time that I get to have a rest I can cuddle up with the boys like I'm still here I'm not disappearing off somewhere but 
I need to rest. And I will take that time. Like, nap will come above most other activities when I have the choice. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> this is going to sound really bad. And I don't mean it like this, but you do know when to stop and rest. I don't mean that because you're lazy or anything like that, but you do know. And I don't. I, I find that really hard and I'm really bad at that, that I will keep going and keep doing something until the job's done, even if it's at the expense of my own health or or well-being. That's something or I'm aware harmony. of. What? What? <laughs> no. So like I, yeah, I will take a nap at any opportunity because I know that is good for me. Whereas you have to, unless you have a really clear window to take a rest, like you have to be told, you need just just go rest for a bit, and you'd be like, no. Well, like a good ex- <laughs> like a good example, we have a very th- that's the other thing as a side note that I think really helps us with the struggle of the jugglers we have really clear routines and so we know what the expectations are and we know what happens and when whereas I feel like most people we know are quite fluid with some of the things that they do and I was just going to say as an example that in the evenings we have a very clear routine of bed bath time and then evening time as in bed and bath time for the children right yeah 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 I was just going to say that in the evening for example like the other night there was a there was a football game on that I really wanted to watch but I hadn't finished cleaning the house and I could not sit down and enjoy that game until I'd finished cleaning, even though it was the expense of me actually doing something I enjoyed. And that's just the kind of person I'm like, I cannot not finish something, which is both a good and a bad thing. I can use that to my advantage, but oftentimes it also comes at my own expense or others. The advantage for us is that the house is always lovely and clean. Um, but I would just like to clarify, we are not superheroes in this house. Ethan is a superhero and I know when to stop. And so that stopping sometimes means, so Ethan was away all of last week and I would want to have the house looking as tidy as Ethan has it at the end of the evenings. But the juggle was too much. And by the time the boys were in bed, because normally Ethan will clean all of like the downstairs, like clean everything basically whilst I'm getting the boys ready for bed is generally how it goes. Whereas trying to clean and get the boys ready for bed is all is a bit too full on. And so I'll get them into bed and then I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll finish like hoovering and everything when I come back down. I come back down, I'm like, nope, nope, that will get done in the morning. And... But that's why you have to find a balance because I I just physically cannot do that. But it comes at the expense of resting and chilling and, yeah. you know rejuvenating myself I just thought this week when I, I asked you I was like oh how's the house looking and you're like oh I just didn't do it like you do it when you're in your you know you do it when you're in your sleep and I was like yeah but you do it with no sleep which is why we're such a good team <laughs> yeah so I think it's definitely appreciating what your your limitations yeah what your limitations are and I know that cleaning is not my strong point that I am not a naturally organized person and so it's it's harder for me whereas Ethan it is too much of a strong point for you and so I wasn't going to beat myself up about about it that you know my strong point is I can function on very little sleep whilst looking after these children that don't sleep that one of them was unwell and so did not sleep basically for two days whilst Ethan was away and you know, I can just cope with it. But I'm not going to cope with it whilst also making sure the house is spotless. Something is going to give sometimes and it's being okay with that. But that was the thing, I think, for various reasons that we both learnt during this crazy week is that we are both human and there are limitations and that you can't, 
you simply can't do everything. So a question I have for you is what advice would you give to parents or those with children um, that are struggling with the juggle? How, how, do, how should they do it? How can you continue to take risks when you have people that are financially dependent on you or you feel like your time is so severely limited? I think it really is being able to evaluate actually what points you do have time available and actually when it's things that you're passionate about and want to do like I don't want to clean the house at what 9 p.m but actually there are things that I do want to do like I edited a podcast and other bits because that's something that I felt passionate about and so when there's things that you care about or things that you have to do like you know, if I'd committed to, so I went into work on Saturday morning for like three hours because there were things that I was committed to but I wasn't able to do because I'd got a call from school on Friday saying that a child had potentially broken their arm so I had to come and collect them. Happily, they hadn't got a broken arm but it meant I was a couple of hours short on work so I had to go in on Saturday morning and I didn't mind that because, again, it was stuff that I needed to get done it's stuff that, you know, I do care about doing. And we still got to spend the rest of the Saturday together. Granted, I was in for a little bit longer than I'd planned. And so it did disrupt the day a little bit because it turns out everyone was waiting for me for breakfast and I hadn't made that clear. So actually maybe, you know, also setting out clear expectations for each other helps things clear to run smoother. Yeah, in terms of having a balance between the two of us, being able to juggle the things together communicating well together and also communicating with the boys so that they have appropriate expectations of and it's hard because the reason I like they were like oh what time are you back and I'm like oh about about nine and actually I didn't get back until about 10 30 and but I didn't want to say oh I'm gonna be a while because I didn't want to be a while but also I didn't want to leave and have things half finished and so definitely managing expectations makes things smoother for everyone. For you, you take on so many different things. You have literally a hundred hats that you wear. How do you know? Because I still, I, I can't get my head around when, because sometimes you're, oh, I've got so many things to do. And then other times you're able to take like a whole afternoon off to do other projects or, you know, to go out together as a family. How do you know when you can take time and how do you juggle between like the hundreds of different things that you're doing? I feel like it's come with experience, but I feel like I'm very aware of how long things take. So I know that if I commit to something, I can do it. I, I hate committing to something and knowing I can't do it. So in that regard, I'm getting better at saying no to things. But I feel like because I have an understanding of the time required for something, I am able to do so many different things. And I find it very easy to go between different projects or different hats that I'm wearing. I always find that it it helps me refocus having short sprints at things. Normally, I feel like we have been able to juggle things fairly, fairly well. These last two weeks have been very intense. How have you managed the feeling of overwhelm and the feeling of not being able to get enough done? I think, first of all, it's validating the situation so whether it's you and I talking about what needs to be done by when by whom and then I think prioritizing so working out what needs to be done first and what you have longer to do and thirdly I think you do just have to start saying no to stuff 
I think... But, no, but in the moment, though. So in the moment, you'd already committed to the thing, to so many things. Well, just back to the first point, I only commit to stuff I know I can do, so I never overcommit. Do you not feel like this last week was too much? What could I have done differently? Like, it all collided at once. There wasn't Yeah, but how did you how did you cope with that? How did you survive it? Because it did feel overwhelming, whereas actually a lot of, a lot of the time it isn't overwhelming. Or you don't cope with it, you just get on with it. Well, yeah, I think you just get on with it. I think for me, when things got overwhelming, it was trying to recognise what what part of it was overwhelming and the fact that it wasn't permanent, that it was just this kind of unique number of forces that collided together and rather than being like, I need to throw the towel in, it's like, no, this has been a unique week and a half, two weeks, for both different reasons and that it wasn't because we were necessarily doing anything wrong or that, you know, we were failures or anything. It's just the way that things had worked out that there were just lots of different things going on at once and just trying to roll with it and just think, actually, I will get as much done as I can and then the rest will be what it will be. So, yeah, I've got stuff that needs to be done on Monday that I would have preferred to have done on Friday. And you know what? That's all right. For one week, things can be a little bit more different and that's just fine. I do wonder if the intensity and frequency of our risks are increasing every sunday we usually look at our week ahead and we plan and make sure that we're all on the same page and we are able to meet all of the different things we have and i definitely feel like every week we're like oh it's this would be a crazy week but it'll be like the last one or this this will be crazier than normal just because of these extra things but i feel like that happens every week i feel like every week it becomes crazier well it's it's like we said we do thrive on the intensity and it's and it's so hard finding the balance of what's an appropriate level of intensity because i i feel like that line between feeling overwhelmed by the amount to do and then feeling underwhelmed and panicked because there's not enough to do and i need to be doing more that fine line is is so there's not that sweet spot is not a very wide spot and so the tendency is like, oh, it's a bit of a quieter week. All right, that means we can get this done and this done and this done. Yeah, or true. we should start working on this next idea or we should start doing this. And that's how we are. And you know what? That's how we'll probably always be. And so learning how we can manage that and knowing what our boundaries are in terms of like, actually, you know, we have taken on too much or this made. So like actually one of the biggest things that made the previous week so hard was the fact that we only have one car. And so Ethan needed the car. So I had to juggle things that I wouldn't normally have juggled because I had to be getting taxis or just going into work later to work out our, our time schedules together. And so knowing that actually if, if this is what we want our week to look like in the future, then we need to work out getting a second car. We need to make sure that's a financially viable option, things like that. And so I think just recognising that there are things that we can change, but actually we, we do thrive on the intensity. So the last question is how we've juggled immediate family life that we have juggled that fairly well and actually that's not to say it's not without the incredible support of family because we have had to turn to family so many times when things have fallen through like childcare issues and just unexpected workloads coming up even like opening the shop just the amount of help our families and immediate friends gave us 
so it's not to say we do it on our own. We absolutely do not. We have the most incredible support network in terms of childcare, family, etc. So taking that aside, how do you feel like the juggle we managed to juggle then with our immediate relationship together? Because it's a lot. And sometimes, you know, when we get tired and things, that can be difficult because your priority sometimes is the children, not you. I mean, couples in general when you're working so hard everywhere else and, you know, you want to make sure that you're giving your children, you know, the amount of love and attention, that that can then come at the cost of, you know, couple relationships, especially when you're tired and actually don't have much left to give that you're just grumpy and tired. I know I experienced that. I don't think you're actually going to let me answer the question then. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I think it goes back to what I was saying earlier, just clear communication that we just we're very good at in the mornings we'll be like oh, you know what's your day plan what's you know what we're doing this evening and making it very clear and I think we are very good at setting aside a time quality time that we spend with each other I think that's almost non-negotiable when I think that is where the routines of bedtime has come in so helpfully because the boys still go to bed at seven thirty, so by eight o'clock we know that we have the rest of the evening so whether that's that we get a bit of work done or whether we have our evening watching our Netflix program whatever that we know we have that time and for and we're, people and we're pretty militant with that too. oh we are we are and so people that have less strict bedtime routines or children that are older and go to bed later i'm just like how do you cope because i need that time i need that time to switch off well, like yeah, that is it, the time when it gets to seven thirty one. like we've yeah we've switched off we've clocked out we're not parents <laughs> anymore that's not true we are but it's nice to have that break i remember so we have taken, you know, a very recent risk that we haven't discussed too much. And this was Ethan's thing. It's not something that I had done the research on. So I did not feel fully knowledgeable. And I was aware that I was feeling, I wasn't as, I don't know, I felt like I had this almost like a, a small barrier because I was feeling anxious about this thing that I didn't fully understand. And I did feel like it was having an impact. Um, and thankfully, that didn't last too long because actually it started to work out well so far not to say you know it's all going to be smooth sailing but I definitely felt like it had an impact and I think actually that was my own personal issue that actually that was the way I chose to navigate that rather than sharing how I was feeling with you I kind of kept it to myself and just felt a bit resentful instead that maybe things are getting a bit stressful and it's your fault almost whereas actually we could have just chatted together this first time I'm hearing all of these feelings. <laughs> Told you, it's the diary of a risk taker. This is where all the, the unspoken things are shared. No, I'm just saying that, that actually it is hard to not, when things do get stressful, that's when it, that's when it can get tense. And so f- making sure that you're on each other's team. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on your team. Yeah, and that you're not choosing sides of who made this decision and who did this that actually you're both on the same team and so (laughs) to be honest I kind of feel like at the end of the day I have a trump card and that trump card is the shop (laughs) that was in the back of my mind permanently I was like we made it through the shop we can make it through any risk right now yeah that's true basically life's a juggle there's no perfect there's no perfect answer solution it's just a constant navigation and trying to find what works best for you and what what makes life the least stressful and also the least guiltless 
Yeah, it's super important just to recognize that the struggle of the juggle is real. Like, it's just a fact. If you want to take risks and you want to live your best life... Taking risks definitely makes life a real juggle at times, but also it has given us so many opportunities to be able to spend time together as a family, but also for Ethan to spend time with the boys whilst I've been working and vice versa. It's given us opportunities that we wouldn't have necessarily had otherwise. So it's definitely felt worth the struggle for the juggle at times. We hope today's episode was useful and shed some light into how we manage the the jug the juggle the bug the on that note we'll see you next time <laughs> risk takers we are definitely restless rick tape oh my goodness <laughs> that is a tongue twister <laughs> yeah i agree i think although it's true to say that we're not Yeah, I agree. I think what? <laughs> Are we going to finish it? We just need to finish it. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I agree. I think while it's true to say... <laughs> I'm trying to hold it. Yeah, I agree. I think was it's true. <laughs> Stop it. I'm trying to... I can't remember what the line is. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>